Hello, welcome to the very first ITR podcast of the European Tax Awards, where we'll be discussing some of our highlights from the awards research. I'm Prin Shashiharan, and I oversee the ITR awards process, along with my colleague, Anjana Haynes. Hello, I'm Anjana, the managing editor of ITR. So we are in an exceptional environment with COVID-19, and it's meant that we cannot host our awards event this year. The big theme of the awards is digitalization and innovation, and we thought we would take a leaf out of that book and innovate ourselves to try and create something a little more personal than a written announcement on a website. We hope it gives you the opportunity of hearing a little more about what we think. And for a full list of the nominees and winners, please head to the ITR website. The shortlist and winners cap off months of research for our team and in some cases, years of work for the firms and tax professionals involved. All the decisions are made by our research team in discussion with an internal panel made up of ITR researchers and journalists. So with this brief podcast, we're not aiming to explain the reasons behind our decisions, but just to take an after-the-fact look at some of the themes that emerged from the research. This has been our most comprehensive research call to date with an increased number of submissions, participating firms and winners. And we're incredibly glad to see this development. You can find out more about the steps we take to choose our winners on the website. Anjana, anything to add? Yes, this is our first attempt at an awards podcast, but over the next few weeks, we will also be inviting law firms and companies to take part in an ongoing series where we can go into more detail about the work, what it means and its relevance. We should add as well that these times are obviously very tough for everyone. But we believe that legal innovation and creative thinking are crucial in such an environment. These skills will help businesses weather the storm, survive and thrive. They should give the market hope too that the tools are there to come out fighting. So Prin, were there any overarching themes that emerged this year for you? Well, it's a, it's a big question. It's very hard to tease out some overarching themes, but just to pick some out, Firstly, we're very happy to see the growth in the number of participating firms this year. We had a series of new countries engaged with us in the Central European, Middle East and African regions, with submissions from places including Ghana, Kosovo and Lebanon. We were also happy to introduce an award for the CIS region, and we were excited to see several strong submissions there. In the Best Newcomer category, we had a series of impressive nominees. Firms were able to show they could break through into already saturated markets and proceed to take on a share of the top available work. To that extent, we saw the likes of transfer pricing solutions really establish a credible presence in a crowded Luxembourg market, while Wallace were able to have a strong first year in Lithuania. Meanwhile, other new firms had to also cater to changing laws, especially in the Middle East, as the area of indirect tax gathers complexity. To that extent, It was promising to see WTS-driven consultants grow in the way they did, especially across a number of different regions. Firms with US headquarters also seemed to increase their presence. In fact, the leader of the pack, Baker McKenzie, had a fantastic year all throughout Europe, setting a number of precedents, as recently seen through the London's office's new alternative capital service line and the Paris office's extensive tax reassessment work for Google. Secondly, Year on year, we noticed that firms continue to invest their efforts in technology. And I'm sure that this will remain the trend for the forthcoming year, as all our markets become accustomed to remote working and reduce social contacts. 
there were very fine margins in the tech technology and innovation categories. It really showed the quality that clients have come to expect from the likes of Avalara, Texamo, and Thomson Reuters. In particular, it was incredible to see the speed of the research and development in certain products. As always, we saw some innovative work from the big four firms, providing solutions that would take in-house tax team's capabilities further, especially when it came to technology-based compliance. This year, we noticed that Spain and Portugal were particular hotspots for excellent innovation, while Deloitte did some excellent work in Africa. Finally, I'd say that tax policy was a further area where we saw some great contributions. And in particular, it was great to see some national firms cross borders and take large global steps. A key highlight saw Portuguese firm Vieira de Almeida involved in the creation of a new tax regime for petroleum activities in Timor-Leste. Likewise, GEB partners Cro Valente in Italy continued some pioneering work with the government of San Marino. And of course, the big four are not to be left behind here either. EY took a pivotal role in Latvia in developing TP guidelines, while EY Bulgaria, who I must say had a stellar year all around, worked on the emerging TP market in places like Albania, North Macedonia, and Kosovo. PwC also worked closely with national ministries and trade bodies to strengthen the tax legislation in areas not limited to the Middle East and Ukraine. Internally, it was also great to see firms step up their diversity and inclusion policies, and we were glad to be able to recognize their achievements in that space for the first time this year. With COVID-19 effectively shutting down borders, it's interesting to see if this general trend of itchy feet continues. Anjana, over to you for some more findings from the in-house side. Thanks. Picking up on your point on technology and innovation, the in-house categories were truly impressive this year. In the four years I have been judging these awards, I have never had such a challenging decision to make. Many of the companies and tax directors were closely matched on the excellent work they have been doing over the past year. The competitiveness of these awards made it so much more rewarding to judge. The overarching themes across the submissions and conversations I had were around tax technology, data management, establishing robust transfer pricing policies, and ensuring the tax function has a strong team that is well integrated into the business and quick to adapt. All the contenders across the six categories had many of these themes running through their submissions and all of them displayed some form of innovation. Without revealing anything too sensitive though, across many of the submissions in these categories, tax automation that creates tax savings and unlocks value for the business was a key trend. Tax director Mark McCrabb and the tax team at Technicolor really stood out for me, and that's why Mark won the Tax Director of the Year Award. He has been in the role for less than two years, and through his leadership, the team's innovation and proactive attitude led to some real results for the business. Similarly, Orsted, the winning tax team of the year, showed how a proactive tax department can, for example, change the course of proposed unfair legislation. Looking ahead though, the use of robotic process automation is an emerging area and I think this will be one to watch for the 2021 awards. I expect to see a lot of businesses mention this in their award submissions next year because some companies have been laying the foundations for this to be used in 2019 and they are now starting to use RPAs in 2020. Another area to watch is blockchain. 
BASF, the winners of the in-house indirect tax team of the year award, could be one of those pioneering companies here in relation to indirect tax and blockchain to watch. Firstly, let me just say the way the BASF tax department is structured and integrated into the business was really impressive. And as was their work on innovative solutions and preempting compliance requirements. Similarly, the work undertaken by Carolyn Simmons from Spotify is what led me to award her the Tax Director of the Year Award for Indirect Tax. Secondly, if I can offer any advice to other tax teams, I would say that if you have the budget and backing from the business, create a dedicated team of IT developers who work with the tax function on developing the right technological tools. From the conversations I have had, this is a game changer. Also, if you haven't already done so, you need to be thinking how you will comply with real-time reporting, even if it is not a legal requirement yet in the jurisdictions where you operate. However, if you cannot afford developers, one tax director mentioned how they have installed a matrix structure in their tax team, which others could utilize as well. This involves creating one point of contact in every tax team that focuses on technology aspects to build a knowledge pool. It means you can future-proof the department's work and create efficiencies, essentially freeing up people from old-fashioned tax roles to give them more variety and make their jobs more enjoyable. I mentioned transfer pricing earlier, and I just want to touch on that briefly as well. Every company is dealing with TP in some form, and it is an increasingly challenging area to manage. Every submission had some aspect of excellent TP work, whether that's on benchmarking tools, FAR analyses, TP reports, APAs, and everything under the TP umbrella. For me, Syngenta's TP work over the past year was astounding. I cannot mention the details, obviously, but the results achieved from their TP work within one year as well as their active policy work and being involved in the TP debates was excellent. Across both the TP Team of the Year and TP Director of the Year categories, APAs and TP technology tools were really impressive. On a final note on these categories, I just want to say that there is some amazing work happening behind the scenes with these tax departments that we don't always know of or see. But it's really nice to be able to show some recognition here through these awards. So well done to everyone who made it on the shortlist and congratulations to the winners. Prin, any final words from you? Thank you, Ange. Uh, from my side, I just wanted to say a big congratulations to all the nominees and winners. Stay safe and watch out for our upcoming podcasts on the Asia and America's Awards as well as a range of conversations on IR35, Brexit, soft skills, digitizing the tax function, and of course, COVID-19. Thank you.